0: They come out with a deal and literally Texas not only getting votes for what? Getting votes for what? But they get a first place vote? Are you kidding me? Is that that is that a a, a token? Is that somebody who who just felt like, "Hey, I graduated. I like McConaughey. What we'll is to storm a first place vote." <laughs> what what in the world?
1: This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Oh fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media if it's sports from the high school level to the pros we're talking about it like the red-blooded americans we are
2: god bless america god
1: bless america god bless america let's do this here's eric john chris and the coach
3: Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio Football Edition. My name is Eric. I am your host. Damn glad to have you with us. Thank you for those reviews. Thank you so much for taking 45 seconds out of your day to send us a review and click the fifth star and speak your mind. You know what? I'm going to read one right now. How about this one from Joe's Talk? Five stars, obviously. Great podcast. A must listen. He says, it's professionally done with high-quality sports content. A must-listen if you're a sports fan. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. Boy, I could use a couple more of those. Anyway, good news. We are all of us one day closer to week one. In fact, there's football going on right now. Everybody's here. John's here with his headband. Angela's got a Dodgers sweatshirt on she's insisting that baseball is still going on i i tend to disagree coach is here he's down there building a goddamn program we were just talking before the uh before the podcast about the uh, about the strength down there she you might have to have your own film crew down there filming it up doing a little hard knocks how many of us watched hard knocks did everybody
0: watch anything with dan campbell i'm in
3: I finally got time to watch it. Maybe maybe that's best. It's, fr- it's fresh in my mind. I'm ready to run through a wall right now. I love Dan Campbell so much, man. <laughs> From the very start, his speech about grit reminded me of this company, and I bought in immediately. I don't have the standard 2,000 words in front of me. It's been a crazy week, but I'm here to make plays. And to make plays, you got to take snaps. So we're just free balling today. We're Patriot Sports Radio. Come in. I took 30 seconds for me to use a dick joke as a crutch with no script in front of me. <laughs> so, Excellent. cash the under on that. Okay. Anyway, Hard Knocks. I took some notes down while I was watching. Here's how we're similar to Dan Campbell. We have grit, like it or not. Dan's going to be himself. That's us. Uh doing up-downs with the boys. Did you see that? He got down there in the trenches did every single rep with the boys understanding who you are and embracing it. I love that line. We will tread water as long as it takes to fucking drown you. If all we have to do is outwork the show next to us, we were going to do that anyway. This is quite possibly going to be the best season of hard knocks yet. But my number one guys, don't let me get so swept up in it that I put my money on the lions in some way, because I might get too excited. By episode three, I might be just foaming at the mouth doing Dan Campbell impressions and I like the over man, you know, before I wasn't thinking that way, man, but I just, all I fucking think about is this line, man, and how it can't go under, (laughs) you know? So that's when you guys are going to need to uh, hit the pause button. I was really happy that Jamal Williams got some camera time. I'm so excited for the rest of the country and all the rest of the football fans outside of the NFC North to meet Jamal Williams. That guy's a national treasure and he's going to be best friends with Hutchinson. I think after that, uh, whatever Michael Jackson, whatever Michael Jackson did or didn't do, Billy Jean is a fucking heater. And that was awesome. I think uh, Jamal Williams and Hutchinson are going to be just best of friends.
4: That'll be fun to watch. Hutchinson seems like a cool guy. I think every woman around him was made in a lab out of the same yeah mold. I, As they were sitting around eating or doing whatever at his place, I was just like, I fast forwarded because I don't, I don't really care what he talks about with his family, but I just couldn't <laughs> help but think uh, this is kind of creepy. <laughs> Back to Dan Campbell, who, by the way, is a brick oh, shit house. That dude cool. is yeah. built. Yeah, he is that. He walks around like
3: a war general, too. He walked into that meeting room and took <laughs> he control. <does. laughs> he just said something like, all right. Mm-hmm. And they were like, all right, what are we doing?
2: We're gonna talk about grit, man. He sounds like the dude, or if it's like Slater from, what's that movie where they're all smoking pot?
3: <laughs> Dazed and
0: Confused.
2: Man, hey man, Martha Washington. Man. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah, funny shit
3: going
4: smoking. on on a dollar bill, man.
2: Right
0: party at the moon tower
4: (laughs) i think he talks like that because he just got beaten head over and over and over again but probably the most likable guy in the absolutely yeah
3: he took some shots but very likable guy how could you not relate to a guy like dan Campbell?
2: what about those helmets oh the mushroom helmets helmets. oh my gosh i was i was i didn't expect that so i was like what the hell what is that
3: yeah, that's yeah. Weird. I think no, they, it's the future. I think they brought those in last year. Are you using the uh, padded mushroom helmets on the on the kids, coach?
0: Yeah. Well, we um we will go a lot, a little bit um tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first day that we can um, and we will go tomorrow. But yeah, a lot of uh a lot of shell shell days. Um, we don't we don't really get after it a ton in practice anymore. Um, I mean, we do just enough to be able to, to go out and, and do our thing, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. The game is definitely different.
3: Well, high school and youth football is a little different down in Oklahoma than the Midwest too. You're, you're dealing with kids who are, they're in eighth grade and they're already looking at scholarships.
0: Well, we have, I mean, you know, kids, kids play, you know, they play here, the youth, youth leagues in, in Oklahoma and surrounding areas are, are strong. Um, they're heavily populated. There, there's a lot of participation. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, it is that way. Um, a lot of football's big, football's big here. Is there some kind of big sport? Is there some kind of football
3: gerrymandering that goes on with what (laughs) district a kid lives in and acquiring talent that way
1: with the,
0: uh, open transfer deal down here that's a that's a whole show in itself i think we talked about that with with a couple of the coaches that were on but yeah the open transfer deal there's a little bit of shuffling the deck that goes on and people moving that's a hot topic right now players moving uh you know to different districts for exposure and whatnot i think i drew uh I think I drew four Tulsa games the first four or five weeks. I think I go to Jinx Union, uh Bigsby Jinx Union, and then I think Owasso. So I'm gonna see the best of the best the first four weeks. Um a little bit of a little bit of some road trip and get some miles in.
3: A fiery uh football baptism. It seems like power is shifting to the players at all levels from youth to all the way up to the pros. Is that changing
0: how oh, the NIL deal has changed the game? Is
3: it changing how you coach these kids or run practice at all or deal with parents?
0: Oh, uh, we talk. We, I mean, you know, we, this has become an interview of coach. <laughs> I'm so <interested. laughs> every, every place is different. We just try to, you know, like, well, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we're big in, uh, we're big in, 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 character and, and things like that. We have a circle time at the beginning of every, practice and and there's a you know a word of the day this week's is servant and uh you know hashtag it's it's not about me and uh you know so tomorrow actually is my day to address the team and so uh if you guys got anything you want to talk about i mean other than your shopping list or whatever we'll see we'll see what we can come up with but you know every week we go a different word and we try to you know, drive that home a little bit. Um, so it's, it's, we try to make it a little bit bigger than, than, than what it is. As far as you know, trying to trying to make it not just about football. I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> back to back to sports and back to Stan Campbell.
3: It is so important to him that these guys understand he has a plan and that he one hundred percent believes in this plan. Like you could tell at towards the end of practice, guys were getting tired and they were kind of getting that attitude of why are we even doing this? Like this is pointless. And he gave his whole, all oh, i think about is you guys, man speech. And it became clear. Like, Hey, I have a plan. This is what we're doing today. And this is why, you know, like this other drill he was running. It's like, we're not even doing this for the physical. I'm doing this to wear you down mentally to see if you can take the rigors of an intense workout in a football game. So I, I love everything about it. And you And then you got Jamal coming from green Bay where I'm sure his word carries a lot of weight. And he's like, look, you can't, this team sucks and we need to recognize that. And here's how you get better. Like when you're tired, too fucking bad, take a knee, take a drink of water, come back. So I I see, I'm doing it already. I was about to say, I think they're going to win some football games. They shouldn't win this year. (laughs) Nope. Nope.
0: Still the line
3: HBO. You're not, you're not going to do it. I think Jamal Williams brought this dancing shit to Detroit too. All of a sudden, everybody in the locker room, everybody in the meeting wants to dance all the time. That's Jamal Williams. I know I've seen <laughs> every time that guys a kid. I guess you can pretty much call any athlete kid at this point. Once you're over 40, son of a bitch. Yeah. Every time a camera's on that kid, he starts dancing and
4: he's a good dancer too. I miss Jamal Williams.
3: Micah Hyde, Jamal Williams, Casey Hayward.
4: My takeaway from Hard Knocks was that there's a clear culture shift going on in Detroit. Um, Every head coach that's worth something uh, other than Mike Tomlin has taken over a program that sucked, and they make the most of it. They build a new culture. It's the Patriot way, or it's this or it's that, and they make something of it out of nothing. And I think the guy that would do that now is Dan Campbell and the perfect place to do it is the Lions. They're not they're not the old Lions anymore. I I look at that team and and I don't see how they could possibly be bad for the next 3 years because he's going to keep grinding at it because he's a robot and they're going to get they're going to utilize their draft picks. They haven't drafted poorly. And it seems like they're going to be mediocre to good in the next couple of years. That's my prediction. I don't know wins and losses this year, but You know, the NFL is made by guys like Dan Campbell.
3: And guys like Panay Sewell and guys like Aiden Hutchinson. Like, they're drafting trenches guys, doing it right, incremental progress.
0: Yeah, two, three years. The most impressive thing about Hard Knocks was the staff. Um, And I will tell you, um, that's the thing that stuck stuck out to me, was the uh, the the all-the-way-across-the-board experienced staff that he brought in. And that's the difference It's you, you, you can be a raw, raw guy and people will get behind you for a little while, but the way the staff interacted with each other, the way that they competed against each other daily, that's the sign that told me that, that they're coming. And, and, and I thought that was impressive, you know, as a staff, because when, when you compete like that, I mean, iron sharpens iron and, and you want, you want a one versus one. You don't want a one versus six. You don't want a guy that 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 is will lay down when it comes time to to get after it. And and I loved it because you know seeing the offensive and defensive coordinator, seeing Staley and 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 the defensive coordinator go at it there, man, that was that was quality. And 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 that doesn't happen on every staff because. That, you know, people are competitive and there's big egos or whatever, but the fact that they got after it and at the end of it, you know, they're the best of friends and and there's an understanding there that tells you that they're building a culture there to compete, that no one there is going to walk away from practice upset with somebody else or whatever. I I just thought it was a really masterful job of bringing people in that he's done there to, to build that culture. I think they're I think they're coming. I do think that within two or three years they're gonna be a team that people have to watch out for.
3: Okay, that's where I was going next. I thought it was I thought they were getting too into their own bullshit and it was for the cameras, but you're saying that wasn't that's genuine.
0: I mean, I, I think it was a little bit I mean and there's a little bit of hey the cameras are here, but you can't fake that. You can't fake that competitive fire that you have with somebody else. And, and, and that is a, I mean, you could see it, it is a true, uh, you know, passion daily that you want to go out and win that. Um, And and that's something that, you know, I I thought was, impre- and, and it wasn't just those two. I mean, you look at all the way across the board when they were naming the staff and the experience that he's brought in, it was impressive. It really was. These are not guys that are, that were, um, you know, stars that have been head coaches elsewhere. These are guys that were, grit guys they were they were i think they even called them glue guys on on the show but these are the dan campbells of every uh organization that have been out there i mean deuce staley i mean that guy that guy was was the heart for a while of the eagles i mean yeah i mean that's you, when you when you put together five or six of those guys in the same room you're gonna you're gonna have something pretty special you know what they need to do they need to pick up the phone they need to call Mike Allstott. And get him up there. Oh, or Peyton Hillis. Oh
3: yeah. Peyton Hillis, yeah, Juliet Catholics, Lorenzo and Neal, stat. just one of those absolute yeah. bruisers just to stand on the sideline, stare across the field.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, usually you have a couple of those on the staff, but when everybody like that, I think, I think they're headed in a good direction.
3: Are we good on hard knocks? Angela, you watched it. What did you think? We haven't
2: heard from you at all yet
0: on hard knocks. <laughs>
3: Well, I talked a little
2: bit about it. (laughs) I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. And um, those shows always are so special because you get an insider, you know, while you think you're getting the inside, you know, angle on what's going on. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that goes on that we don't see that they edit or whatever. Um, But uh, the fun part will be, like we're saying, if they're going to come up, you know, and seeing them now the way that they are and watching how they're running things and um, as they progress to know where, where it all came from. And I think, yeah, they said that the coaching staff had somewhere between like 80 years of experience. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Um, And I loved that they were having fun. I'm sure some of that was part, partly for the camera, but I think that that's that kind of camaraderie. I mean, playing team sports where, you know, you care about having a good time and you know not taking yourself totally seriously, but working so hard that you feel like you've earned that. And I think it, for me, any team sport I was on, it was always, you know, building trust and and camaraderie where you're working your ass off, not just for yourself, but for the guy next to you too. And I think that matters. Like when you cancel out that whole me, me, me culture where, you know, somebody's out for themselves or a majority of the guys or even a handful, maybe even two of them, it provides like toxicity. And if they're, you know, developing that kinship between each other, which is what it looked like. It looked genuine um, and that they are working hard. That to me pays off long-term and it'll be kind of fun to see how that transpires. There's a fine line, you know, like tough love when you're being, you know, you're working your ass off, but you're being told it'll pay off. And it
0: does. Well, let me, let me ask any of you guys, is that an environment that you would not just oh, love to go to work in every day? That's
3: the environment we're trying to create right here. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I mean, I kind of think they're trying to create it off of us, but that's Could just be. me. Could be. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this, another thing that stood out to me, and that we we can't mention enough because he's a freaking manimal, and that's Malcolm. I mean, Rodriguez is, I'm gonna tell you, he's a dude, and he is he's a dog. And he will—he's gonna be all over the field. I promise you. Before this is over, he's gonna—he's gonna be one of the favorites because that dude gets after it, and he's—he's um, he's a Dan Campbell type dude. And I was—I was—I thought it was cool, you know, that he had a little role. But I'm telling you, that guy's motor is always on. He—he he will be a special team star. He's gonna be a star on defense. He's gonna be a stud. Um, and, and I think that—that that translates to the next level. But that's—and I've seen him play a lot.
3: I bet he's about a hundred to one rookie of the year. That's worth five bucks. That'd be fun to root for. (laughs) I, I can,
0: I, that would be something that I could get in on because he's a, he's a cat. He, he is a hidden gem. And when they got him, I was shocked. I I mean, I, I really thought he would have gone a lot higher, um, from being around here. But, um, you know, I did think it was cool that when they were talking about the signing bonus and he said, uh, he said a hundred, he just kind of muffled hundred. I had to go look it up because I was like, wow, what did he what did you end up with? I think what was it like a hundred thousand or something? But
3: <laughs> all right. We can get on to uh <laughs> speaking of stuff you don't need or didn't ask for, Deshaun Watson proposes an eight-game ban and a five million dollar fine. Hang on, guys, what if I what if <laughs> hang on, hold on, stop, stop the meeting. What if What if I wrote a check right now for five million bucks and eight games? How about that? Half the season, five million bucks to your favorite charity? Like it sounds like he's on he's backpedaling. He's starting to panic right now. If he's making offers.
4: Across the board, NFL players need to stop negotiating on behalf of themselves. Totally agree with that.
2: Wise. Wise move.
4: This is now the third time it will hit Roquan later but Lamar Jackson, Roquan, and Deshaun, it's like you guys are very skilled at one thing and negotiating settlements and financial deals and contracts is another skill that quite frankly you don't have. It's okay. Exactly. That's why agents yes. exist. Yeah. That's why lawyers Absolutely. exist. <laughs> yes. What a what a circuit. What did what, what Goodell say to that? Gadell's like, "Brother, I am trying to yeah. bury you." You want me to
3: accept yeah, your g- idea? How do you think that's gonna play?
0: <laughs> this this is this has hey. been maybe the biggest circus that the NFL has been a part of, and I can't figure out why in the world they work so hard to bury this, and then now it's 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 a it's a deal. Uh, I can't figure out if Goodell loves the spotlight or or why this is such a. It's just so – it's almost comical now. I was thinking about this the other day. Why did the NFL let this and not not take care of this in the last two years? Why? They knew it was going on, and then it, they got in a hurry to do it. The Browns swooped in and did what they did, and now we're on the – well, is he going to – You know, he's had an independent arbitrator that ruled, right, wrong, or indifferent, that's what happened. And now the NFL is saying, well, we don't agree with that. We're going to do what we want to do. I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't understand. And I'm not a Watson guy, but I'm just telling you that I think that this has been handled so poorly. I think it's 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 just ridiculous at this point. And they need to come up with a plan. I'll tell
3: you how poorly it's been handled. It's been handled so poorly that this came across the wire today. Report Brown's likely to consider Jimmy Garoppolo. So just, just keep digging until you get to China, man. Just keep digging, man.
0: <laughs> I think if if they are able to rid themselves of the Watson deal, if he gets the hammer dropped on him, and that's a looks like an unwinnable thing. I mean, I think they wrote the contract for that very reason. But i mm-hmm. I think that might be someplace all along. You know, Garoppolo's deal is so weird to me because I think I think the Forty Nine ers are going to be pretty decent. And I don't know why he was all fired and in a hurry to get out of there. Well, where are you going to go? I mean, we talked about this on the last show. I mean, I I, I understand the phone's probably ringing, but is it going to put you in a better spot than you were in in San Francisco? Well, he's not going to play. And they were. I mean, I don't know if that was on both sides of the fence, but who was it? Uh, uh, Shanahan was pretty, pretty eager to go, hey, thanks for being here. He's out the door. We're on to Trey Lance. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like the team has closed the book on on Jimmy G. I hear nothing but Trey Lance highlights coming out of the camp, oh, yeah. you know, which is is probably San Francisco propaganda for the decision they made. Yeah, he's bad. but I just don't understand how that went south so fast. I think
3: we had a, a GM or some kind of executive who wanted to sort of like when they ran Favre out. Like you, you want to make your mark. I'm going to be the guy who brought in Trey Lance and revolutionized this team. Who knows? I'm just glad we don't have, we won't have to worry about the 49ers. I don't know what's going on with Tom Brady. He just took a two week hiatus. He just said, yeah, I'll be back. You know, I'll be back when it counts. I'm not sure what this is. I proposed in the group text that he was off doing damage control on this Miami Sean Payton situation, but, You guys say he's free and clear of that. So maybe this is just a family vacation.
4: Well, it it was approved like, what, two weeks ago from the article I read. And his top three receivers aren't even playing or practicing anymore. I find it weird because Tom Brady seems like a guy that would be there every day. But who knows? Um, I I think it's weird. I really do. I, I don't just buy that it's he just wants vacation time. Like, dude, you retired you had all summer and now you want a vacation at the end of August that it just for a guy who's so calculated and a guy who puts career first, this makes no sense to me.
3: I would bet that his 2024 vacations are on the calendar mapped up. So I don't know what this is,
0: but also (laughs) until the guy fails, whatever he touches is gold. Yep. (laughs) So if this is the master plan, I can tell you Tampa Bay is going to be one of the, Six or seven at the end.
3: I got the theory. He's in Germany getting the blood work done. He's getting all rejuvenated. He's de-aging five years.
4: (laughs) He really might. That's what's happening. I think I got it. He he could be off doing weird
3: elite shit. I think I caught that one on the sweet (laughs) spot. That is what is happening. Hear me now. Believe me later, America. Or uh, what? We got a person in Ireland. We got some Canadians. Yeah, we're international. Yeah, shit. We got the Germans know your new coaches. You don't want to sound like an idiot week 1 over at your buddy's house talking about uh you know some coaches who aren't there anymore <laughs> like Houston. Houston's got Lovey Smith and the big beard. Uh rank these are ranked 1 mm-hmm. to 10, 10 to 1 I guess. So Lovey Smith number 10, I'm going to call bullshit on that immediately. I love Lovey. The players love Lovey. Mm-hmm. I think the Houston Texans are going to overachieve I bet they go over whatever their total is, four-and-a-half, five-and-a-half, and 17 tries. So you got him down there with Davis Mills, Brandon Cook. Number nine, Chicago, you got Matt Eberfluss. Oh, I can't wait to make fun of the Bears this year.
1: Calls now they run
3: running play, running play. Round and play, <laughs> looking at the plays so though he doesn't know to read. <laughs> what
0: what what's the uh what's the hot take on uh, Roquan John? Where are you where are you headed with this one? What kind of damage control?
4: We'll get to that.
0: All right, I can't wait. I saw that and immediately I almost texted you, but I was like, I'll wait. I'm sure he's got a hot take on that. Number eight, Dougie P. Doug yeah, Peterson well, in Jacksonville. He's got a rematch rematch
3: with Carson Wentz week one. That's the one that's not being talked about. Everybody wants to talk about Baker playing Carolina and Russ going back to Seattle. Fucking Doug P is squaring off against Carson Wentz in week one. That's the revenge match you want to be watching. Number seven, Brian Daybol, New York Giants. I mean, that's top three. You got a major market in New York and Brian Daybol coming from the Buffalo Bills. What's not to love there? Number six, Kevin O'Connell. He was, I believe, the O.C. He was the O.C. in L.A., so he's coming from L.A.
4: Oh,
2: yeah.
3: That's how I say L.A. now, ever since I started watching Letterkenny. That's one of those shows that has affected how I act and speak. He's coaching the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins.
2: Watch out. You watch.
4: The Forgotten Land up north. Land of 10,000 locks.
3: Kirk Cousins and a guy <laughs> named Kevin O'Connell? That is just northern Minnesota.
4: I'm sorry. It, that's the most forgettable <laughs> team for me. I, I genuinely did it's not allowed. know who the head coach was, <laughs> but okay. You guys still got Adrian Peterson? <laughs> you,
0: he's available. How's it, boy? He's available. Adrian
3: Peterson could line up and give you 85 and a touchdown right now. I believe that. Uh, number five, yeah, Mike McDaniel down in Miami, bro. He's... He's the cool guy. He's the players coach. Hey, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom.
0: That's the, the one most likely on the list to implode.
3: <laughs> You're doing great, <laughs> sweetie. And riddle me this. What happens when Tyreek fucks <laughs> up and this little five foot nothing has to call Tyreek Hill in the office and yell at him? How is that going to go?
0: I mean, I think the better option... The better option is about week three when Tua riddles off about a four-pick night and uh, they get about 50 hung on him at home, and then people start calling for his head because I think that's going to happen. Then Tyreek starts hitting the club scene, and it's all over. Ooh,
3: if they start out like three <laughs> and seven
0: or something and there's
3: no point anymore, Ty- oh. Tyreek's going to hear Miami calling to him.
0: and he's He'll be in a music video before the end of the season.
3: <laughs> With A.B., <laughs> Yep. He'll be on the hood of a car. Yep. And a yep. TMZ video.
0: TMZ will be... A-
3: Just doing yep. donuts in doing my... Donuts
0: own. with John McEnroe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Number four, Nathaniel Hackett coming from Green Bay to coach the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson, yeah. A fellow bald man. Okay. He's a big hugger,
4: by the way. I saw local news. He's a big hugger.
0: I will tell you that's another one that I think that is is that that one may go that in Jacksonville I think are the most likely to su- succeed on the list. Yeah, I like where both of those are headed.
4: What NFL coach takes the podium and says, "Yeah, I'm a hugger," and then it cuts to him hugging everybody, <laughs> all these players are yeah, like. Well,
0: I can mind. tell you that all I hear in practice is Broncos country, let's ride, yep. and I'm I'm about tired of that. <laughs> the 47 takes that wilson made that that's oh
3: yeah are you are your kids doing that i see a lot of
0: yeah college quarterbacks making videos i have one in particular and he's a he's a cat but he he does love that and (laughs) and he gives it all practice long (laughs) (laughs) after about the 47th time i told him i was like you know it's pretty sad in the middle of the evening when i'm uh at my house watching TV and all I can hear is you giving the Broncos country versions and he does every version of it. Like he, he does all 47 playback kids, man, kids.
3: Oh, I love it. You know, when I was a kid, nothing was funnier to me than doing something over and over and over again that pissed someone off. And the more you did it and the more they got mad, the funnier it is quick. Who's the coach of the new Orleans saints. We've been over this multiple times gosh dennis allen uh, a veteran defensive coordinator and former raiders dennis head coach allen. gets a chance to lead a team with five-star talents on both sides of the ball allen has already demonstrated his ability to outfox opponents with his defensive schemes but saint's new head coach must oversee an offensive transition
0: oh gosh number seven's moving back to tight end Taysom. Taysom's moving back to tight end. He wasn't happy about it, but it's for the best for the team. What a
3: scam he's running, getting quarterback money and barely playing tight oh. end. That's not bad work if you can find
0: it. That dude that dude sat on a winning lottery ticket. He really did.
4: Somewhere Debo Samuel's going, but wait, exactly. how? And every time exactly. Taysom Hill makes a
3: play, 40% of Packers fans yell about how we let him go. When would he have ever played? Maybe a little bit that one time. Not worth it. Number two, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, massive douche, if you ask me. He just is one of those guys that looks like I could not yeah. hang out with him. Plus, he bailed on the Colts
4: for whatever. He's the kind of guy that he's on a plane and he's in the very last seat, and as soon as the plane touches down, he tries to yeah. march his way to the front. Yeah, he's that guy. He doesn't put his shopping cart back. No I was way.
2: just
4: going to say that. No <laughs> way.
3: Are you familiar with cart narcs, John? Oh, probably not. You're not on social media. Cartnarks are little sidebar. They are these uh nerds or really just happy a lot a lot of non confrontational people. Um, they hang out in parking lots, and if you don't put your cart back, they have a light up wand and they run up to you going, Woo! <laughs> and they very nicely like, sir, could you put your part back? Could you put it? It's right there. The car is right there. You could be a good person. And they just, you know, passive aggressively badger these people. And then when they start to drive away, they throw a magnet on their car that basically says you're a piece of shit who doesn't put your cart back. <laughs> and that's when people uh. snap. That's when people get out of their car and start ch- <laughs> and start mm-hmm. chasing them around.
4: Anyway. Well, here's what I do I slow roll up to them. And saw little Aunt Mary, who's probably pushing 60 years old, didn't put her card away. And I rolled down my window. I said, that doesn't go there. And you know that.
3: <laughs> that lets that lets her know you're not mad. You're disappointed.
4: <laughs> I'm just disappointed. That does wow. And you know that. All right. More editing.
3: <laughs> oh, no, that's going in. That's.
4: That's what she said. That made the cut. John berates old lady at Whole Foods Park. Number one, Todd
3: Bowles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's just number one because yeah. Tom Brady. I would argue that, I don't know, Brian Dable and Brian Dable's number seven and Doug Peterson is number eight. That's probably your number one and two right there. NFL.com, what are you You're doing? saying Peterson and who? Peterson and Brian Dable are seven and eight. NFL.com is carrying water for uh, Josh McDaniels and Absolutely. Tom Brady. That's what yeah. they're doing. Who's
0: your one and two, John?
4: I love Doug Peterson. I think he got railroaded in Philly in a really dysfunctional organization. I Players loved him. Got to love Dougie Big Balls. Um, and Dayball. I mean, you'd love a dude who's just grit as well. And I, I think he'll probably do pretty – I don't know. I don't know too much about the Giants, but I like Dayball. And I I've always liked Doug Peterson. He comes from my Andy Reid coaching tree. Um, is definitely the better of him and Nagy, that's for sure. So he's still swimming in the, in the big leagues. I like
0: him. Angela, what do you think?
2: Uh, Peterson and O'Connell. Hi, not cheering my own guy. Come yeah. on.
0: Oh my!
3: Yeah. that's all I year, coach. To. That's all year. We're gonna do- we're gonna deal with that. That's that's. We asked for that. We invited garbage, her here. That's what that is. <laughs> so we're. I don't know what is that. If you like being tortured, a masochist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the the here, here's a here's a hot take for you. The uh, the Vikings lose twice to the to the Lions this year.
2: Oh my god! That would be. Epic.
0: <laughs> I'm buying a whiteboard tomorrow. I don't mind putting some money on that.
2: Yeah. I'm- I don't know if I disagree with you, but <laughs> let's do it. And
0: and I'll still take the under at six.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm down
3: fifty percent of the Lions wins will come against the Minnesota Vikings.
0: That's that. I'm I'm just putting it out there. There you go. <laughs>
2: You know, it's going to be sunshine and roses in my locker room now because everybody knows what a prick Zimmer was and that <laughs> regime is gone mm-hmm. and that yeah. makes a difference. I don't know how big of a difference, but it matters. So
0: Big Game Hunter Mike. Zimmer. The Vikings seem to hire guys that are like their personality, just pretty much vanilla and un, un really just not not interesting by any means. I mean, just yeah. Yeah. They are the taupe of the NFL.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. You're right. Yeah. That's a (laughs) perfect way to drive your interior design.
0: There you go. There you go. That was for you.
2: And they can't manage a clock. None of them. Not a single one of them. And I can't tell you how pissed I get week to week.
0: Best coach they ever had was Denny Green. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They were who he thought they were. You want to crown them, then crown them.
2: <laughs> Brown their ass.
0: We had him and we let him off the hook.
2: Burns we used to joke uh when I was a kid that Burns uh, looked like uh he was dead on the sideline and somebody just had to push him over. Push him oh he's dad wheel him out. Is he breathing? Like what's going on? They
0: oh, they God. they get some dandies up there.
2: It's true. It's yeah. Yeah,
0: there I I tell you what though, every every sports uh Every sports at, at network in the uh, in the world is high on them this year. I don't know what they're seeing because I'm not. But
2: culture, culture shock, culture.
0: Well, a the shocker! They're getting the shock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Can we talk about Texas? I've been sitting over here biting a hole in my <laughs> lip. Cheese and rice. I hate them. Yeah, that was next on the list. I, I did. I, I mean, every stinking year. Every year with this shit. They come out with a deal and literally Texas not only getting votes for what? Getting votes for what? But they get a first place vote? Are you kidding me? Is that that is that a a, a token? Is that somebody who who just felt like, "Hey, I graduated. I like McConaughey. Want we'll have storm a first place vote." <laughs> What, what in the world? And, and the fact that somebody did that, they literally ought to just go, you know what? You're done voting. You're not voting anymore. You can't vote. You, Get the you fuck out of here. No, more, no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's what they should tell
4: them. We're all now dumber for having read your vote. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I would
0: love to see the over and under on the win total for the Texas Longhorns because whatever it is,
5: I'll take the under hey coach you know exxon's down there lobbying for that shit we gotta have at least one boy we gotta get chevron in here how much money can we pull together we gotta buy a vote this season can't start fast enough so week three we can stop hearing anything from texas do you like tom herman that's his name right tom i just know herman no fuck texas that's everything about texas if you've been to (laughs) texas we don't like you if you're gonna go to texas we don't like you and if you're at texas go fuck yourself well then yeah i don't
2: but how do you feel?
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Read
0: between the lines, Angela. Every year with this these guys, I mean, they are literally. It would be different if there was a reason for it, but there's no reason. I mean, they're coming up fresh off a five win season last year, wasn't it? I mean, what did they win last year? What they? I mean, I'm. I'm hold on, I'm going to pull it up because I don't keep up with how sucky Texas is. They lost to Kansas. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. They lost to Kansas. There you go. That's it. That's all you need to know. Let the record show
3: I had Kansas plus 700 that day. That beautiful fall, autumn day. And boy, did I dance across the living room on that one. A two-point
0: conversion to win it. I mean, just balls on their forehead. And, 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 And hats off to the guy that made that call up there. On, on and running into an 0 for season and going to go ahead and do that, I mean, I, I
5: that guy, he should get an extension just for that. Hey, coach, listen to this: we fucking won bedlam last year, and I was still more excited when Kansas beat Texas. And that no bullshit, no, I had no dog in the hunt. I just fucking hate Texas. I mean, somebody literally gave him. Uh, let's let's just
0: tiptoe through the schedule of 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 the dad gum. Texas Longhorns The mighty First place mm, yeah. Texas Longhorn Yeah Let's take a pitch. So We start out the season With La Monroe <laughs> Louisiana Monroe <laughs> And then We get a, a A date with Destiny With uh The Alabama Crimson Tide They're gonna
4: get Shit stomped
0: Then we come back And try to Try to get our Get our uh, <laughs> Get our nuts back With UTSA
4: If I recall UTSA Is not a pushover so then you go Texas Tech,
0: which it, it, Texas Tech will probably beat in West Virginia, oh. OU, Iowa State, OSU, Kansas State, TCU. I mean, and then Baylor, Kansas, and Baylor.
5: Yeah, exactly. See, find the loss, find the loss, Coach. Where where's the loss come at? Yeah, I I, I mean, I maybe they run the table. I don't
3: know. Yeah. Don't know. Oh man, who's their fucking but, quarterback?
5: I, who's quarterback? Who's the quarterback there?
0: I didn't know it was that
3: passionate. Uh,
5: Ewing,
0: is he still there? Yeah, Ewing? yeah, Ewing. I now didn't know Ewing.
3: it was that passionate with you Oklahoma guys uh, and uh, hating Texas. You I won fuck, Bedlam fuck and you Texas. were more happy about Kansas. <laughs> I you I, I, awesome.
0: I don't, listen, I don't want to hate Texas. I don't. And, and, and I know that they have a, a great following. I, I think they're great for the game when they're relevant.
5: But they haven't been relevant in so many years, and this isn't going to change. Hey, the most relevant the longhorns have been is whenever they try to suspend the paddle people, they got Des Bryant suspended for a whole year and then fucking threw a bitch about horns down. That's the yeah, relevancy well, of fucking Texas. And and, and there's yes. another
0: reason. If they you want a reason cry. to hate a hate a hate a team, it's it's that. Why why on earth would you would you try to make a deal w- uh, out of anytime you go play somewhere they take your symbol and do something else with it I mean there's there's 15 20 different colleges with different hand signals that that for their mascots and 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 they're the only ones that are crying and whining about it it's part of the
3: game did you not learn as a child that if you let the bully know it bothers you
0: that they're gonna lean into it yeah uh. Just the fact that the fact that the NCAA bought into that makes me just furious. I don't know. I guess it, it, they
5: didn't buy into it. They just have a huge endowment. I mean, Texas is just worth a lot of fucking money. They're worth a lot.
0: They're not the only school in Texas that 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 is like that. I mean, I, I can respect Jimbo Fisher. I can respect him going toe to toe with Saban and 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 them trading shots back and forth. I mean, did Jimbo did Jimbo go to the Jimbo didn't go to the NCAA and cry about it. It's exactly right. Anyhow, we can move on from Texas. They, they suck. Hope they lose every game.
3: New segment alert. This one's called Daily Dubs. Daily Dubs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out what the young man wants to be called because he's changed the pronunciation a couple times. I call him Romeo Dougs because that'll just never be wrong because it's my own. So he's been just the talk of Packers camp the, the last couple weeks. Matt Shineman has been reporting on him all the time, multiple times a day, and I'm just eating these reports up because I can't wait. We need, there needs to be a good receiver. And Christian Watson has barely taken snaps because he's nicked up with a knee or something like that. This kid's out there catching everything. Um, He's lining up against Jair now in practice, and they're forging this sort of rivalry slash friendship. And Jair has been asked about him a couple times. He said today um, he didn't like Rogers throwing touchdowns to him being covered by other guys. So he needed to line up against him. He's sing- singling him out as a talented kid. It's kind of like it reminds me of when Jair came to the team and Devontae commented on how he was in practice. So I don't know.
0: I'm excited. He, they gave him the 87. He must be all right. I used so a lot. I got I got to rain on the Packers parade here for a minute, okay? Nope. Because I know that we spend a significant amount of Packers talk on this show, and 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 I'm going to just tell you that he, you know, let's put away the anointing oils just yet. Uh, I mean, to quote Parcells, let's not just let's not start crowning this guy. You know, we're going through all the superlatives there, but
4: don't you know, we're ass. not crowning
0: his ass just yet. Let me tell you, until I see him catch a touchdown from uh billy i only had one hit from utah state uh in the preseason then then we'll talk about it you 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 catch three touchdowns from uh you know billy smith up the street uh that's trying to make a squad we'll talk about it but then again i'm gonna come back and tell you that it's on a guy that's gonna be bagging groceries by the end of the week so it doesn't really count i'm just saying Temper your expectations, but I will say this as long as number 12 is in Green Bay, they're going to have a receiver that can catch a ball because he's going to put it in their face mask if they don't. Yep. And he calls true story. He's, he's noticing the kid too. So maybe. But what are you going to say if you're him? I mean, what are you going to
3: Talking about practice? What are you say? Yep. Practice? We're talking about practice. practice. Not a We're game. We're talking about practice. Not a game <laughs> that I go out there <laughs> and die for. We're talking about practice. Oh, uh, so we're going to have a bunch of shows during football. We're going to do Thursday nights. We're going to do Sunday nights. I think I'm going to do a little thing, a little live talk about the games, talk about what we like situation super early in the morning, like 7 a.m. on Sundays. Because I get up at 5 anyway, and we start texting about it at 6, so we might as well just talk about it, I think. I like it. I'm going to get a sleeper squad going the app that we have our fantasy on and that most people run their fantasy leagues on now sleeper has an over under game and you can deposit real money and win real money and you join a group like we have Patriot squad radio. I'll probably share the link pretty soon the next few days whenever I get it figured out Um, we all get in this chat room and then you just say what you like and you make your picks on sleeper and then your picks get published in the group chat. And then I could see your picks coach and say, I like what coach has got going on. I just click copy. Boom. I'm on it too. And then we all win together. We all celebrate together. It's a big ass party in there.
0: It's happened the last two years. It just hasn't been public. Exactly. So I I will tell you normally on a Sunday morning, for about two hours there it's fast and furious and most of the time
5: 70% of the time we scud the books every time (laughs) and this text message he's speaking of, just so everybody knows it's it's been uh Eric the host myself Chris and uh the coach and we've we've been on this text that text is what started this podcast actually yeah it is wait wait we we also
4: got a little way you could text us
0: now oh I can't wait to hear that
3: we have a website what and we have a phone number. We have a hotline. Can people, call? you can call. We got a hotline.
0: We got a red phone to the Kremlin. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I see these numbers.
0: I already texted, I texted
3: it. These, these nuts. These
2: nuts. I texted asking <laughs> for a raise. Your <laughs> contract. I see these numbers.
3: What's the number? I see these numbers on the screen. Fire it out there. Downloads, etc. I'm like, are these real people? Or are these just numbers on a screen? I don't know. Now you can call me and tell me you're a real person. What is this number, Chris. I yeah. need it, coach. Give me the coach- hotline. <laughs> coach it's the <laughs> thick girl hotline. <laughs> unofficially, Big bad booty daddy. Unofficially,
0: guy. the thick girl
5: hotline right now.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's not let's not go there. Right?
5: No, this we're staff, going there. It's the staff. thick girl hotline. Oh. That John did that. And this yeah, will right.
0: conclude coach's coach's appearance on any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that in the text, I was like,
3: that doesn't fit. We haven't we haven't talked about thick girl anything we haven't it doesn't fit for
5: 46 years I, bro
3: then i sat with Another. it for a few days and i'm like well i do like both things
4: <laughs> I, the the title of this podcast episode just needs to be the phone, <laughs> number.
5: the phone number at patriot sports radio what is it 262-228-8995 that is local in the hartford area Hartford, Wisconsin, 262-228-8995. That's local everywhere, I think. You're not gonna get I'm blowing some, it up. You're not gonna get some
3: uh whose phone does that go to? Just a red phone in the okay, it goes to a red phone in the studio, manned by Chris at all times.
4: So get ready. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the bingo game just heated up. I
4: think I think we need to prompt a question though. And that question should be Text in the number of wins the Detroit Lions oh, will have. like, like it.
3: And if you get it right, we'll give you something.
4: We'll have t-shirts by then. I'm going to take a collective average, do some number crunching, and gamble accordingly because that is statistically significant.
5: And if it's annoying to have to write that down during the podcast, it is on our contact page on our website, www.patriotsportsnow.com. Under contact, You'll see our email, our phone number. We also have a forum on there. You can jump on the forum. You can talk to any of us. You can ask us anything. We have a we have football, baseball, basketball, fantasy forums. Jump on there. Ask us any questions. One of us will get back to you. All kinds of stuff.
3: We're doing things. Hey, this rocket ship has cleared the clouds. We're nearing the
0: stratosphere.
4: Are we going to freaking talk about Roquan?
0: I got to hear this. And then I got to go to a meeting.
4: All right. So I've ridden the roller coaster of emotions because immediately you read that and you think, why aren't the Bears just signing him? Why don't they just sign him? Because he's our best player. And then you start to dig a little bit. You realize he's negotiating Aww. on his own behalf. Uh, he was a little bit of a pain when he was a rookie. He took forever to sign. And it, it goes back to these dudes who represent themselves don't do it well. And it just gums up the works and it's a huge pain in the ass. And also... He thinks he needs to get paid as like the best linebacker in the NFL. And I'm sorry, bro, but you are not. You need to take whatever offer we give you or just leave. But don't give me the notes app approach. I don't want to hear it. Get it done. If you're in charge of your contract negotiations, you gotta get it done. And if it's not gonna work, move on to it to another team. I guess requesting a trade is doing that, but it's August, right. dude. What do you mean back in April? Talk stalled, you're, you've are you got two jobs now. You're a professional pro- football player and you're an agent. So be the agent that gets it done. And don't start complaining and saying you're going to go to the owners after the fact. I don't want to hear it. You should have gotten this done because you are your own agent. Show me the money! I, I got to ask. I mean, it, shouldn't the
0: Bears organization be asking him that question? Why in the world in August are we discussing this? Why is this not a a, a February conversation? I, that's the thing that baffles me the most about the timing of these events, him him in particular because he's in demand. I mean, there's a lot of teams would love it. Good player, love to have. If
4: I'm him, it does behoove you. Can't believe I just used the word behoove to sit and wait and see if there's a big linebacker contract that goes in that helps your leverage. I understand that, but at a certain point, he's very good. Uh, he's a Pro Bowl linebacker. He's not he's not the number one linebacker in the league. And while he might not have liked the offer that the Bears gave him, guess what the Bears are going to do if you're not an agent and you're acting as an agent? They're going to give you a yeah. Bears-friendly contract. And what did you expect? Get an agent. And then he will come back and say, I'm not even going to show that to him because it's going to piss him off. Here's what the market rate is for a guy with his credentials. Get him to sign it. And, and if you, it.
0: and if you're the Bears, do you not go, what can we do to get you in this used Toyota Corolla today? I mean – Sign on the dotted line. We'll talk about this in February.
4: Yeah, And there was talk that he was shopping it around the league.
3: How so? What does that look like? What does him shopping it around the league
4: look like? Go- oh He's God. an agent now. I
3: That's
0: guess. when you call the dealership across the street and go, can you beat this number? That's what's going on. I've, I've seen it a million times. So cool. Pretty really? much. I bought a, I, I bought a Magnavox I TV that, that way one time. How
3: much is your time <laughs> worth? The aggravation. Alone is worth five, seven percent, whatever these nerds are
4: getting to run the number. Hire an agent, for yeah. God's sake! Get a Hire guy. An agent.
3: Get a fucking
4: get guy. a guy. And trust me, no one loves sticking it to the man more than me. But there's a reason that they exist.
0: And if we can get one damn T-shirt made under Patriot Sports, it
5: should be get a damn guy. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes. That's our next fucking T-shirt. And John, we should tell. Hey, Roquan, if you're listening, john John'll be your agent. He'll he'll do it for Damn 11% right. Right. right now. We'll get this motherfucker done with That's Patriots Sports right. Radio. Tonight. We'll Tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you a contract in your
0: mailbox, brother. And we'll have you driving a new piece of shit Honda. Yeah, you'll have Fred. You'll have Fred. Warner right. 20, by the time 20. John is done. <laughs> you find one with that low of mileage. You don't even
4: hesitate. You buy you it. You can't afford not to. <laughs> fucking buy it. It's just aggravated me because. You've got two players now that are just a pain in the ass because they try to do things their way, and the world doesn't work like that, and then they're upset when it takes forever. Well, I'm sorry. It's going to take you a long time to get brushed up on what all of this contract jargon means. Get
0: a guy. That's a course. Figure it out.
4: In and of itself.
3: You know who else needs a guy? Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn had a couple. Uh, He drove down the sidewalk up on the curb. I don't know what he did, but they tried to find him. He drove the
4: wheel off of. He's just here so he doesn't get fined. (laughs) As he's passed out at 8 a.m. in his car. He was on the rim
3: uh, when the cops showed up. It looked like he was leaning back in the driver's seat (laughs) fast asleep. Uh, They woke him up and he didn't really want to get out of the car. They're like, sir, you need to get out. You need to step out of the car. He's like, I understand everything. Everything is understood. Everything is understandable. And. They're like, I don't think you do. And then one cop pulled him out of the car and onto the ground and he was handcuffed and it was sad to see, but I don't think he's lost one person's respect. I don't think anybody thinks any less of Marshawn Lee. We just love him. No matter what we, we see this and we're like, Oh, that's our, ah, he's Marshawn that troublemaker.
4: You know, I just get reminded of the time he stole the, uh, the cart you remember that? <laughs> he was having the time of his life. He said a lot of issues like this and somehow he only gets like a thousand dollar fine. He pleads down to like some sort of misdemeanor, mischief, and he's set a bond. It'll happen ways. that
0: way again because that's what people with money
4: get. That's Vegas, right. baby.
0: But I'll <laughs> tell you I'll tell you what, could you could you be less surprised? I would be almost the I mean Like we talked about Tyree getting in trouble, that would be less surprising. I think almost not much more surprising than seeing Marshawn and what I saw.
4: Well, given that this happened in Vegas, is this like the intro to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas where there's just a car with steam coming out and somebody's waking up like, what happened? Because, I mean, one wheel was almost off. One other wheel was completely off. The door's open. It's 8 a.m. And there's just. I'm going to tell time. you right
0: now. I think he was framed.
4: They're like, sir. <laughs> yeah, he was framed.
0: I would advocate that he is innocent. He's an innocent man. <laughs> they woke him up. They're
4: like. His lawyer said no so. No He said uh, under Nevada law, he technically was am not. I, and you know why bloods. he'll get off? Because he had a guy. Yep. Get a guy! I have my guy. attorney hey, with me.
3: Uh yeah, they probably woke him up and he yelled, please tell me about the fucking golf shoes. They're like, Excuse me, sir? <laughs> have any of you seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Jesus Christ. Okay.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> hey coach, is that a is that considered actual physical control if you're not driving? If you just have the keys? It is in this state. if the the vehicle's operable under its own power that's right (laughs) Uh.
0: that cart was and they will have to move it forward and backwards to make (laughs) it run
3: away (laughs) he's just his posture on it and the way
4: he was leaned back just bending conus in the golf cart it was beautiful look like a 10 year old look like a 10 year old that stole a golf cart
0: Oh my God. Thank you guys for having me. I'll see you again. Try to on Saturday. I got to get out of here
3: later coach. Yeah, we're at an hour, one minute. So, all right, I'll, I'll I'll get to the last couple parts. If you haven't noticed, we haven't hit you with a mattress or a meal service ad. Not once. That's because we're not interested in that sort of thing. We want a presenting sponsor who likes what we do and wants to free us up to hit our peak through 100% focus on the company. So, You're not going to hear any of those little bullshit ads from us. We're just going to keep digging. Blowing it up. We're just going to keep digging until we get to China. Get on the phone, millionaires. We have a hotline. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've come this far, you owe me a review. That's just how it works. Give us five stars on Spotify or Google, whatever platform you're docking this pirate ship in, and write some words in there, whatever you want. I won't tell you how to live your life. Here, you want another one? I'll give you another one. I also want to know the username username. Here's a fun username Saverio Multiple O's I'm going to say 8 Probably O's Uh, 5 stars obviously PSR is 3 fire emojis I think for the kids that's pretty much the max I think it's a 1 to 3 scale on that Quality and content is always Once again fire As the kids say I love listening to every new episode Wish they uploaded more often Good everyone will be doing that because football is starting and you're not going to be able to shut me up about football. So you'll pretty much just have hours and hours of me running my mouth about what I think will happen. Anyways, these reviews that I'm reading They aren't for my self-esteem. You can't possibly fix that. No, they help the show immensely, though, and that's why I come to you like a vacuum salesman at the end of every episode asking if you enjoyed my demonstration and if you'd like to get involved. Follow us on the social medias. Every once in a while we say something clever and you'll get uh, new episodes as soon as they're released. You can tell me to go fuck myself, whatever you want to do. Again, it's your life. Uh, That's it. Until next time, be good to each other.
1: Find us on Twitter at PatriotsPod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.